Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the doors and... I bet you said here's all the people. <laughs> Let's just acknowledge that in this moment when we are gathered virtually, the image of all the people in the church feels a little bit out of sync. Nonetheless, let's try that again. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the doors and see all the people. The church. Sounds like it's a building. Steeple. Red doors. Altar with linens and candles and flowers. Beautiful windows. In today's gospel story, about Jesus calling Simon Peter, James, and John to follow him. Jesus is teaching about the church. The church Jesus teaches about is the body of Christ, the movement of Jesus' followers going in a Jesus direction. In this moment, when we are not physically gathered in the building, this is a word of good news. Church is not the building, or even the people gathered in the building. Church is us. Let's read Luke again and see what we can learn about being a church going in a Jesus direction. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Genesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had got out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. <coughs> Let's pause there. What do we notice? People are curious. They want to know more about the word of God. And clearly they want to know more about Jesus because they followed him to the shore of the lake and they are pressing in. There's an urgency. Jesus gathers the people right there where they are. And then he sat down and he taught the crowds from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, Go put out to the deep water. Let your nets down for a catch. Simon protests, Master, we have fished all night long, and we caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll do it. And when they had done this, they caught so many, so many fish, their nets were beginning to break. They had to call other fishermen, other boats, to come and help them pull in their catch. And it was so much, the boats were almost sinking. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. He said, go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. Because he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish. And so also were James and John, brothers, sons of Zebedee, who were Simon's partners. Let's pause again there. And look at the action that happened. Jesus taught taught some good news, taught about the word of God. He asked Simon Peter to do something familiar, something he already knew how to do in his everyday life. 
Simon Peter, although reluctantly, <laughs> agrees to try it. The resulting abundance is amazing. And because of Jesus' teaching and Peter's lived experience, Simon Peter experiences a transformation of his heart and mind and soul. Then Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. And when they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed Jesus. Peter, James, and John choose to follow Jesus. They have seen something they want more of, and they choose to go with him. And Jesus sends them to do what they've always done, fish, in a new way, but acting as God's transforming presence in the world. Jesus gives us a blueprint for being church, and it's all about the people. Three distinct movements, gather, transform, send. Our primary task as followers of Jesus, as Christian communities, as church, is to gather people into the body of Christ, which is a community of transformation, of heart and mind and spirit, and then we send those transformed people out into the world to act as God's transforming presence. And we do it all again. Different congregations do this, gather, transform, send work in different ways. Culture, history, environment create unique contexts. But the three aspects of gather, transform, send are dynamic. They are woven together, and they depend on one another. As we here at Trinity watch the pandemic indicators improve, and we anticipate coming to back together for worship and life in the coming weeks, this model of gather, transform, send is a useful lens to think about our life together as church. Gather is everything we do to invite all kinds of people to come in and find out more about Jesus with us. The tone and message of our website and our social media, all the ways that we communicate, formal and informal, right down to how do we invite people to come to church with us? How do we invite people to come in for music? How do we invite people to get to know the holy with us? Another part of gathering is having, keeping our buildings warm and safe and inviting and preparing a beautiful, inviting, and healthy worship space. Those are all ways that we do the gather. And then we transform. We are transformed, and we invite others to transformation. Transform includes who we are already and who we are becoming. Growing into Christ's likeness and the human beings that God calls us to be in our baptism. Transformation happens through things we do and participate in, and it happens when we trust 
that God is at work in us and through us, even though we don't always understand how that happens. Transformation here at Trinity happens through participating in and creating worship and the sacraments, through prayer and Bible study, Sunday school and formation for people of all ages, community building, service, caring for one another, planning and giving for life together and for the future, understanding who we are in relationship with our neighbors. These are all ways that we experience transformation of our mind, our spirit. And send. Send is about all of our lives. God sends us out into our job, school, household, family. These are the primary places our transformed selves go, our everyday usual lives. And then we are also part of our communities, leading and participating in local movements and organizations, supporting the arts or youth, bringing attention to climate change or Black Lives Matter, whatever it is that is our life. And we participate in Trinity's outreach ministries. Think of the thrift shop, Thanksgiving boxes, community dinners, monthly service projects. As a community, following the way of Jesus, we gather all those who are curious, seeking, and called by God into church, the body of Christ, a community of transformation, of mind, heart, and action. And God sends those transformed people out into the world to act as God's transforming heart, hands, and presence. As we return to being together, we will be reconnecting with what it means to be church, to the task of this community following Jesus. Peter, James, and John didn't know exactly what they were doing when they left their nets at the lakeside, didn't know exactly where Jesus was going to lead them. They just knew that they wanted to follow Jesus and learn more that they had tasted transformation and they wanted more and they wanted to share it with others. As we anticipate being together soon, what is it that you most yearn for? What part of our life together do you feel called, led, nudged by the Holy Spirit to be part of? Gathering people in? through standing at the door, or maybe some less public organizational task, reading or serving at the altar, being part of learning and formation or outreach, something we've done before or something that your heart has been wondering how to do this for Jesus. Even if you're not sure what it looks like, Jesus invites us to bring what we know to transform the world. I am hoping for five emails this week, and not from the vestry. Five emails this week from people who are thinking about 
offering their time and passions to how we gather, transform, and send. It doesn't have to be a fully formed thought. It could just be something that you are really on fire for. Jesus will lead us if we follow. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.